eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go. What do you say we do this on a Love a Wednesday midweek? The Eddie Scazzeri. You can ask yourself whatever you like, but it is nice to see you that you cannot ask about. And across from me, his name is Al Irwin Dukes. What's Good up, morning, man? Good morning, Jerry. The baseball season is uh, uh, staring us down. It's man, uh, right around 30 hours away. It's right around the corner doing push ups, as Scott Farrell used to say. Um, we've got Mets, we've got Yankees. Actually, even Keith Hernandez is going to join us tomorrow, Jerry, for oh, opening cool. day. Oh, yes. I always like that. He always comes on right around this time. Right around opening day, we hear from Mr. Keith Hernandez. Uh, we've got the owners' meetings going on in the NFL. We've hold got, on, hold on. Let me do this. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. What am I doing? What am I doing? You're standing up, Jerry. You're applauding. You I'm are. giving John Mara a standing ovation. What did he do? He called Thursday night flex scheduling. Physically abusive, which he's right. Mm -hmm. And he also talked about moving games from Sunday to Monday night, which I guess they're doing this year, completely inconsiderate to the fans. Yeah, this is uh, an interesting one, Jerry, because uh, John Marritt is not – I hear what he's saying, but he's not speaking to the majority of fans here. He's speaking to about his players and about season ticket holders. For sure. Which is a a minuscule – piece of the people who consume football. Yes, but also the ones that fill up the stadium. Yeah, they'll be so there. So I get it. They'll still be there. Uh, some will. Actually, a lot A lot of my friends sell them when they move the games. to. They hate the primetime games. But then someone buys them, so I'm saying people do go to the yes, games. Yes, but he is looking out for his season ticket holders. Yes. That is very true. Yeah, he doesn't want the flex scheduling uh, moving a game from Sunday to Thursday. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like a game even from Sunday to Monday. I hate flex. <laughs> I hate the primetime games. Well, we like just one o'clock on Sunday. Me too. I'm even four twenty-five is fine. Four twenty-five has that feel of a big game. Yeah, one o'clock. You're right. One o'clock feels like eh, it's football, 
And one o'clock are those uh, slate of games where you're excited that it's yes. Sunday and it's football, and, and by then they halftime, start. <laughs> like, these games suck. How many times have we done that? All the time. Where I, we're sitting there in the second quarter with the Red Zone channel, I'm like, these games are brutal. I fall for it every week. <laughs> I, know, I know. I get. I wake up Sunday. I'm pumped. <laughs> then the game starts. I'm like, what am I watching? And then a real game comes on at 4:25. Yes. The, the national game that's like two competitive teams. Isn't it amazing? We we've talked about this many times. How Monday has that certain feel. Tuesday's got no feel. Wednesday, ah, midweek. Sunday morning in an NFL season yeah. when you're running around, you're having your coffee, you're walking your dog, you're going to get the bagels. Whether you're watching it or not, maybe the pregame stuff's on in the background and you're just waiting for 1 o'clock. There's like such a great feel. Yeah. And then Sunday night, the feel is horrendous. It's done. Uh, yes. It's a, such a small window. <laughs> I know. The I 1 know. o'clock games you get pumped for, they end up being slow. 425 you got a one or two really good games going yep, on usually. and then by uh then you get to Tony Dungy bore you to death <laughs> and you're like I don't think I can make it to this game I've watched too much football I'm with you let's flex the games to 425 yes. on Sunday we've taken right right that should be the big flex time yes. CBS got to start getting in the mix for this uh, flex we want Sunday flex games Sunday 425 <laughs> we took this one o'clock game uh, normally we put all the crap games in the one o'clock window <laughs> This one looks pretty good this week. We're going to move it to 425. And they do do that at the end of the season. But I'm saying get rid of the flexing to the prime time and yeah. flex everything to 425. How about this? I could probably give you a list of really crummy teams. Don't put them on in prime time. <laughs> <laughs> well, they make every team get at least one. Is that right? Yes. We're still every doing team that? has to get at least one primetime game. Yes. We're still putting Jaguars Titans on. That's why we got Jaguars Jets on Thursday Night Football this year. Remember that? <laughs> right. I love when they used to, uh, every team had to get a Thursday night game when, when Thursday night football first came back. And they would just like, they were smart. They would take a couple crummy teams and just have them play each other to get them out of the yeah, way. And early. And early, yeah. Get them out. Not week one. Week one, you got to be good. But then like weeks two to five, let's get rid of the, the, the terrible teams. Yeah, let's get those crummy teams right out of the way so that we could get real football. Because right? the crummy teams in the beginning of the season – some They're not crummy fans, yet. Yeah, they still think, oh, we got a chance. And no, it's like, put the, put the Titans on. They're Not that they're crummy. Yeah. No one wants to no watch No one cares. Them. They're boring. Titans could be good, and I'm not interested. Jaguars could be good, not interested. Although I do think with Trevor Lawrence, I think that might change. Because ah, they score a lot of points now. That's true. So that could change. I and, hope so. You know, just like the Jets are going to change when, when Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham Jr. are here and, and Lazard. I mean, this is people are going to want to watch them this year. And I, you watch. I'll bet you the Jets are on – if this goes through like it's we all expected to, they're going to be in primetime six times this year. Yeah. Between Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night, you're going to get the Jets shoved down your throat. And just when the Giants thought they were going to run this town football-wise, But you Jerry. know what, though? That's But that's what the Giants do, though. They're very quietly going to go about their business. That's the true. Jets will get all the pomp and circumstance, like when Favre was here. And, and perhaps – Perhaps it will all go according to plan and the Jets will win the Super Bowl. Who knows? But the Giants are just going to kind of do what they do. And you watch at the end of the year, I bet you they'll be there. Not in the Super Bowl, but I bet you they'll be in the playoffs. You're right. And that is what the Giants do. The Jets are the circus that rolls into town. That's a very good way to put it. And the Giants just win their games. And this is what happens then when we get the calls to the radio station. You're never talking about the Giants. Yeah, because they're just winning games they're supposed to win. 
losing occasionally, and the Jets are a flying three-ring circus <laughs> yes, with they Rex are. Ryan and <laughs> Brett Favre. You're right. And now we're going to have everybody else coming here. Remember Santonio Holmes back in the day? Santonio Holmes. <laughs> he was fun. Antonio Cromartie. Yes, all these guys. Yeah. They have been the team that really garners the headlines, but they haven't won a damn thing. Meantime, in that time period, the Giants have won twice. Like, the Super Bowl. Correct. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big difference the way we perceive the two organizations. Yeah. I also like from uh, the other owner in town, Woody Johnson, Jerry. This quote's hilarious. Because I feel like in the past, all we ever hear is, well, you know, do they have, do you have to make the playoffs or is the, and the or unless uh, if you don't, the coach is fired? No, no, no. He never would say anything. I know he wouldn't. Now he's saying he's not patient and he's in the win now business, Jerry. Oh, now, so when did this change? I when guess he, yesterday. I think something happened to him when he was in London. Oh, is that right? I the think Londoners got to him? I think the Londoners got to him and they said it's enough. And I also think he's 75. Exactly. His time is like like we discussed with Jerry Jones from Jerry's own comments. Yeah. Maybe Woody is seeing the end. He's right. Now you can't be patient Patient for what? Till I'm 103? I'm surrounding myself with old people, Jerry. I've got John Mellencamp tickets. I got Bruce Springsteen tickets, and I got Woody Johnson in a win now situation. All dudes in their 70s. You know who I saw was playing at the Garden? I thought you'd be interested in this. Who's this? Brian Adams. I would 100 percent go see. I that. think he's at the Garden coming up. Soon. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm, Brian Adams is playing somewhere, and I thought of you because I literally thought. Ooh, there's an, what a trifecta, Jerry. There's another old rocker for Al to go watch. And I, one I was actually, I would be interested in going to see. That'd be so awesome. By the way, like high school senior Al in 1987. Telling, He's going to see the same shows. <laughs> telling 53-year-old Al that in 2023 you're going to go see John Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen, and Brian Adams. Yeah, I'm telling you. And it's the USA So Happy It Hurts tour. <laughs> I'm in. And he is playing, let's see here, just real quick. I know you don't like when I do this. tickets, $700 each. He's at the Garden June 9th. Oh, I'm so in for that. So that's a month for you. Brian Adams, June 9th. John Mellencamp in Indiana. June 24th. June 24th. Bruce in uh, April and uh, August. I give you a, yes. That's you could what I'm do. talking about Jerry. 19, I, where's White Snake playing? And I'll tell. <laughs> I don't know. I had that cassette too. I'm not, I'll give you if you want to do it even better. Yeah. Go to Texas and see him June 28th. Don't even come home. Just go from India. <laughs> you want to be a rebel? Go from Indiana to Texas. No, and, if I, I I want to do a thing where I see these old timers in their hometowns. What's have his to go hometown? To, he's, in, he's a he's Canadian. I'm going to have to go to Canada to see Brian Adams. Mm, well, this is a USA tour, so oh, I don't okay. know that he's going to be. Remember, the name of the tour is USA So Happy It Hurts Tour. Oh, I see. Screw Canada Tour. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't Screw see you, them Canada. on there. Yeah. So how about that? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So anyway, he, all these guys getting up in age. Yes. Maybe it's like, you know what, I'd like to see this before my time comes. And he's right. Well, he's right. They get, the Jets have a good defense now. They had a good team when we're lacking a quarterback. 
they're going to get a quarterback. They're going to have a coach that's in his whatever year at this point. It feels like Rob Sala has been here for three years. Is yeah, this it's his third, third year? year? Third year. <laughs> you nailed, nailed it, it Jerry. <laughs> you got that GM Joe Douglas has been here a couple years. You've got a good team. You got a good defensive team. You got uh, good wide receivers now. You needed a quarterback. You're getting a quarterback. Win, baby. Uh, and they should. They should be very good. Like to me, they leapfrog Miami and Buffalo in the AF, and the Patriots are to me fourth. And I say that not because I don't think Miami's good. I don't think the quarterback can stay healthy. So I'm taking them out of the mix because I, I just don't believe in him, not as a player, but in his health. And Buffalo's really good, but the Jets always play them well. And I think with Aaron Rodgers here and with this group of receivers they've got, I think they're going to draft another lineman. They should be good up front. Defensively, they should be good. To me, the Jets are the favorite to win the AFC East. Jerry, let me remind you of something because you are counting the Dolphins out because of Tua. Tua. injury prone. Have you heard of Mike White? Because he's there now. Yeah, I'm not. What you going to do? Nothing. When Mike White. (laughs) Shoves it in your face. I think he'll break his ribs in the second game. I mean, you've got two injury prone quarterbacks. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. That's what they've been. So I just, I can't see. I, I don't see it. I, I just think the Jets are going to be beyond them, beyond the Patriots, and then they'll come down to them and the Bills, and I I, I like the Jets. Right, Bills are beatable, Jerry. We have we said yeah. it last year. The They're great good. Josh Allen loses big games. Yes, he does. I mean, it's just like Aaron Rodgers has lost big games. So there you go. Big game loser against big game loser. <laughs> they are. Uh, that, that Josh Allen is uh, They they win a lot of games, Jerry. They lose a lot of games. 100%. There's no doubt. And but all of them do. That's true. Like, Tom Brady lost a lot of big games. Hell yeah, he did. You know, Peyton Manning lost a million big games. So it's not like it's... As long as you balance it out with winning big games. Yes. Then you're okay. Correct. You can't be always the loser. I I agree. So out of that, who would you say... So think back to this last grouping of great quarterbacks. Now, Rodgers is still kind of part of it. But if you think back to the last grouping of great quarterbacks, who underachieved the most? I have a name. Philip Rivers. Oh, for sure. I wasn't even thinking of him. That's a good name because he never won anything. But it's so funny because he never won anything. Even though he it, threw for a million yards and touchdowns yeah. and going to the Hall of Fame. You don't even think about him in that upper I echelon don't. No, guys. I, don't. I was thinking Drew Brees. Drew Brees, yes. For all the great teams New Orleans had, they only won once. Like I, That's who I think of immediately. And Peyton Manning is a very close second because he only won once in Indy. And you can make every argument that the one they won in Denver... You know his he was he was terrible like his, his uh, physically he was not himself. Yeah, he had neck issues. Yeah, and that's not his fault. But for the some people will call him the greatest they've ever seen, especially if you haven't seen some of the older guys. He won once in Indianapolis and lost a lot of big games. That's why what Brady did is so remarkable. Yeah, winning seven times. Peyton Manning, ten. He made a lot of errors, man. <laughs> a lot of errors. Threw a lot of bad picks. He did. A lot of bad picks. Now, the NFL, Jerry, did pass the thing where uh, NFL players can wear uniform number zero. Yeah, I never. Why was that ever a thing that they couldn't? I don't know. But th- they didn't allow that I saw double zero. It's just zero. Just zero. Yeah. All right. Which reminds me of, uh, I loved Kenny Burrows, the Oilers wide receiver. He wore double zero. But the uh, so far, the first player, the only player right now wearing it is Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley. I would venture to guess more than half the teams will have a number zero on their roster, yeah, I think if so. not all of them. I think so, too. It's That's kinda, a fun uniform. I think it's cool. Number zero. 
Who? How do you call that? Would you, as a broadcaster, Jerry, want a number zero? Uh, well, as a broadcaster, you really don't reference the number. I do, because I wouldn't know the name. Right. So <laughs> there's number zero. Tosses it left, caught by zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he is, but he's wearing zero. 12 throws a swing pass no, out to zero. Come on now. <laughs> that All right, is, so not a big deal. But that is, I will tell you, the first... The first football game I ever did at Columbia, which was a train wreck of a game, I was so bad, meaning me, I don't yeah. mean the game, I was not ready for all the, I remember preparing for like 15, I'll never forget, 15 or 16 guys on both sides of the ball, not realizing in college they'll run out 30 guys, and I remember looking down, who's that? Like yeah, I had that chart, and I had to go to the roster, and I remember saying, Tosses it to 88, and I've looked at not a, You know what I mean. Didn't know who the player was. Not great. That is not great, Jerry. No, when you You're hear an announcer, now. if an announcer references the number in the middle of a play-by-play call, it's because he doesn't know who the player is. And he's frantically looking correct. at that all is his absolutely sheets. absolutely correct. <laughs> yes. Also good news for players that got injured at MetLife Stadium. Evidently, they're rolling out some new turf. But what I don't understand about this is I also read that they have to have grass in for soccer. Yeah. In 2026 or 27? 26. We're in 23. Why not just do it now? I guess uh, because I did investigate this article, Jerry. So, yeah, John Mara wants grass eventually. Right. They have to have grass in 2026. World Cup's going to be there. They don't know how to get grass in there in good condition of when there are two NFL teams using the stadium. Well, how are we going to figure it out by then? That I don't know. Because it's not like Arizona where I think they have the tray system, which sounds incredibly crazy. Where it wheels in and wheels out. Yeah, I think they can take the grass out on sunny days and water it and everything and then put it back inside. I'm almost certain of that. They don't have that there. Uh, Don't you just get a big company to come in and put sod in. Yeah, put some sod in. Let's go. And let it sit for a few months. Right now is the perfect time. No one's playing and we're about to be this, this yes. spring and summer. Oh, I'd love to get the sod contract for the stadium. Imagine you have a sod farm cherry, all that sod, 100 yes. yards of, of Which sod. is how much in real estate? That's an acre of sod, there Jerry. You go. You're going to need 1 acre of sod to but, do MetLife Stadium. Plus, yeah, I don't know why they don't do it now. You're right. You realize how much money it costs to turf a field? And then they're going to sod it in two years. In what two a years, waste. Yeah. And, right, but but and, let's fire everybody at NFL Media. And people are Stupid. angry at the field conditions now for whatever turf they're using. They're putting in another type of turf. So yeah. it's still going to be turf, Jerry. Correct. It's, I, I imagine turf. it'll be a little bit better because everything gets better as it goes. Synthetic turf. So conservatively, if you Google this. Yeah. Putting sod down? It's about $5 a square foot. And how long does it take, Jerry? I slapped some sod down on my front lawn. Oh, sod, I don't don't know. I have no idea. I know... uh, How long does it take sod for me to grab the roots of sod? I would think at least... I don't know. I'm going to gather it's got to be at least a few weeks. We got sod one time uh, growing up. Did you? Yeah. Wow, your parents are doing well, huh? They were doing all right for themselves. The rich dukes. But I think my father put the sod down. You know what I mean? Like, I think he got a big thing of sod. Did it die? No, he actually got it to, for a little while, it looked like it wasn't going to catch on. It was just all squares in our front lawn, (laughs) but it caught on. Did you put the hay on top of it? Yeah, I think he did put the hay on top of it. My father knew how to sod his ass off, Jerry. Your father may not be able to fix the plumbing, but he can sod the front lawn. He could fix the plumbing back in the day. No more. I'm not sure he could sod right now either, me or him. 
Or my money would be on him sodding correctly more Just than me. Just lay it out. That's what I think. I think that's probably about right. I could be wrong. I like the idea of just throwing not. seed on dirt and be like, this will figure itself yeah, out. That's boring. This will figure it out. It takes too long. And it never you comes gotta up properly. You got to till, Jerry, with that tiller. Although, you you see those ones on TV where you roll out the carpet and grass grows. <laughs> have you ever seen those? <laughs> yes, I have. Let's get that at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> a big thing of it. <laughs> you could do that. We Order it on late night TV. <laughs> 519. Lots more to do, including the Boomer and Geo program at 6 o'clock on a Wednesday on the fan.